0: since the last there's in it.
1: Stop rating. Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinsick, powered by BetSpertz.
0: Welcome to the deep dive. Andy, uh, I think, hopefully, we've solved our uh, our uh, cyber attack gremlins and you will be getting this podcast live on your Apple feed oh, and we, you are the, watching, the us, watching us live on, on YouTube
1: right now. Scott Newman's already set a line over under a chat message from Patrick by 10 minutes from now. Central time, which Patrick. There's two. We are full of Patrick's. And yes, it is week two. We had a good week one betting. Um, the oh, he's at the Cardinals game. Good the week team totals was, that we remember we week. couldn't decide on a team total, and I just said, Fuck it, we're doing both. And they both were neither of them got to the double digits, those worked out nicely. A yeah. lot of the totals were good. The Raiders let even them the, down. yeah, the
0: auxiliary ones like Falcons team total over was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically everything we said for team totals was uh, pretty solid. So,
0: dude, I needed a good opening week. I needed it. We had a bad felt opening good.
1: week last year, and it felt just good. Kind of just yeah, it, it really felt good. We were in Vegas, <laughs> crunk at the pool. Everything was popping. We we're doing. Uh, I have a yeah. uh, a video of you shotgunning a beer with some uh, random <laughs> uh, minor celebrity on Instagram. Allegedly. allegedly Allegedly, our following wasn't as big as she said but uh she still was very nice and she was a broncos fan so sorry about that i guess and yeah we did not plan to both dress as steve jobs today but here we are ready to unveil you know the whatever we're gonna do here
0: yeah let's break down week two but before we do uh i just wanted to comment on one thing market has been very quiet this week very quiet it's just started bubbling a little bit as you got the wednesday injury reports in and there was like 10 surprises that might matter <laughs> which uh yeah uh, okay. and
1: as what? we go through the what? games we'll touch on which we'll touch on them we'll mention them are, uh, some of my I, do feel like are some load management even though it's oh, really i
0: think a, i think that's a lot of this a because of a them, ton a of bunch it, bunch it of was a ton of it was like, I saw that guy's last snap and he looked completely fine. So we'll, Yeah, and guys yeah. can
1: tweak stuff in practice. But we'll touch we'll yeah. on it and course, again. Course, it's Wednesday. Course. We'll find out more yeah. as the week goes. But otherwise, They're it's been
0: really nice. quiet this week. It's been really quiet. Um,
1: there was some movement on a few totals today. There's a movement on one side that in particular we'll get to. Real quick, too off the top, uh, question on the Twitter feed. And by all means, if you have questions, hit us on the at deep dive pod. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this because there is no correct answer. But Jr. the Fifth answers Wong Teasers. He says, is it better to play the legs in order of preference and allocate units accordingly, or should I just round robin them all evenly? Um, yes. There's it no Wong really, way. Uh, it's, you know, pick pick a path and take it, and I think stick to it. It feels like one of those where yeah. if, you, if you mix and match every single week, you're just going to have a lot of frustration I know it's frustrating to put something like the Rams or the Niners in a teaser with the Vikings where it just one leg crushes. Happens yeah. all the time. I don't love telling people like just because I'm a content guy and I'm giving out plays here, I don't like saying, "Hey, I bet like 93 long teasers in a round robin for smaller amounts." Like, that's uh, I have fun tailing that. So I kind of pick the ones I, I actually play and I play them for a you know a fair amount, and then I will I'll do so I do both. And then I'll round robin basically any of the long legs all together for smaller amounts. And I think that's kind of, I don't know what, uh, that's the way I like, I would, if I had to pick one way, I would do the round robin and just get a lot of exposure.
0: Yeah. So that, and then that's kind of one of the things that's funny about parlays and the way that people kind of comment on parlays. Like if you have a plus EV leg and you know, it's plus EV, then putting it in a parlay makes that much, that much better because you're getting more, liquidity down on that bet than just the dollars you placed on that bet um and so realistically round robining every which way you can makes sense to me a long mm-hmm. teaser leg is fundamentally a plus ev play um By and it's very you
1: know, nature at the core of the number you are paying <laughs> yes. less than you should
0: <laughs> yes. um,
1: because you're paying about minus 273 for that parlay leg and it should yeah. be what 330 something like that so you're I getting like a good number no matter what feel okay. free to round robin the shit out of them
0: okay so one last thing before we get to uh the games um <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that was a good That's call good. though Charles
0: um before we get to the games uh do you, did you have a macro takeaway from week one or are you is your macro takeaway not to take away anything
1: <laughs> I think the biggest thing I'm I'm stuck on this. I'm just so mad that I wasn't able to really evaluate Trey Lance's first real game. Yeah, either. right.
0: That's annoying. That either.
1: pissed me off beyond belief. Uh, I think my biggest takeaway is I was right on a, a bunch of the quarterbacks, and some of it didn't matter. I don't think Daniel Jones is taking meaningful steps forward. They still won. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Sa- Saquon had a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Tua thing still has some time to hash out, but. I think maybe the pieces around him have been enough to make him look serviceable. That might be the ceiling is serviceable. So it, it feels good to be right on some of these quarterbacks that we had big questions on, and I'll you know continue to evaluate that. And the other macro takeaway is there was not an offensive rookie that did shit. Yeah. Traylon Burks had like a he had a few catches, but the guy only had like five targets. I mean, nobody. A bunch of guys didn't get a lot of snaps. A bunch of guys didn't get any targets for receivers. Obviously, no quarterbacks played. The running back Brees Hall sucked. I mean, Kenneth Walker hasn't played yet. There's just not been an offensive rookie that stood out. There was a defensive rookie. Should we spend thirty seconds on him before we jump into the game?
0: We'll get into it. He plays for. I just want to. I just want to see. if mean, we'll get into it on the Thursday game. Yeah, I just want to see if you think this holds water. Uh, it felt like Matt on a macro sense that if you were a team broadly that exceeded expectations last year, you kind of sucked it up in week one. Maybe you didn't take preseason seriously. Maybe your off season was a little, uh, you mailed it in a little bit here or there. I'm looking at the Rams. I'm looking at the Packers. Yeah, I was going to looking say at the thing. Bengals. I'm looking at the you know the, the the Titans to a degree like every team that either between either between regular season wins exceeding expectations or playoff success exceeded expectations I felt like really did not show uh in week one uh and I feel like that there's like an angle there that I remember a bunch of people have blogged about for years and years and years where playoff teams coming in against non-playoff teams there's there's always a little bit of a, an axe to grind there um so I think just tread carefully with some of the dog conclusions that you draw from teams that were up, you know, for, for you know, for teams that were up against, uh, uh, you know, somebody that wasn't playing for much, particularly in the yeah. preseason.
1: No, um, that's a, that's a good one.
0: Let's talk about this Thursday night football game. Somebody mentioned it, and we should give them credit. Nick C, this has got to be the best T N F game in years. This is the best T N F game since the last time we saw these two teams played on T N F, which was oh, at the end God. of last season, and really decided the fate of the Chargers playoff hopes, as well as the AFC West tilting and balance of the Chiefs. That was a dead even. Those two teams were dead even at the top of the divisions, much like they are at this moment, uh, and you know, really kind of helped glide the way for the Chiefs to get the two seed in a crowded AFC last year. Not that that mattered, because they lost the home AFC championship game. But I thought that in general, um, these two teams match up well and provide very excellent football. And I'm very excited for this game. We're, of course, talking about the Chargers and the Chiefs who play on Thursday Night Football. The Chiefs market has been hot this week. I'll just comment on we expected this to be a minus three spread. Um, We postulated, and I asked some smart people last week, what do you think has to happen to get to a three and a half so we can back the Chargers? And lo and behold, it's four right now. Um, This has been uh, largely due to Chargers injuries, I suppose. Um, but... I have
1: one. I have one other thing that I think maybe it's not affecting the market, but it was what what I believe would keep me away from backing the Chargers even at a four and a half or five. But yeah, I mean the Keenan Allen thing is very important. Not only is he a contributor, but uh, Williams plays differently when he's not on the field. It becomes a different offense, and they still have a lot of pieces. You know, obviously, that it's another good pass rush that's going to go up. But I really focused in on what. Um, and I actually I had to read like six articles to get like a good take on this because I'm not a good film guy. Also, I don't have the patience to sit and even watch the the quick ones where it's like, uh, here watch the whole game again. Like, Body, I got. You kids. don't have I a consolidated actually... film in your in your yeah. In your I mean, daily it's, I, I, I will do that, but I can't do every game out of time. I ain't nobody got time for that. But uh, it said, how do we replace Tyreek Hill? you can't do it. First off, that's the answer. It's impossible. It doesn't happen. So you have to change things. And maybe not everyone was super excited about who they brought in personnel wise, but it did become a different kind of scheme where it's like, all right, the focus is Kelsey. So you get Kelsey in there. I believe this was an athletic article that really nailed down what was, what was happening. And he did see this in their formations, but when Kelsey comes in, he's not a tight end. I mean, he's a wide receiver essentially. So you cover a tight end, you can cover a tight end with a D end, an off ball linebacker with Kelsey. You need someone smaller. You, you know, you got to bring up a safety. You got to bring up maybe even a slot corner. You got to have somebody slighter, smaller, faster, better at coverage to cover a guy like that. And what they started doing here in this, in the game, and you saw the offense was very good. Even again, some of that was the Cardinals missing some pieces and just generally not being good at defense. They brought in multiple, like two, three tight ends for a lot more formations than they did last year. And they made you kind of, again, pick your poison because they're not all Kelsey. But if you just want to focus on Kelsey and they have, you know, another tight end that can go out for, uh, into, you know, the short flats and they still have some good receivers, they have CEH that was grabbing shovel passes like, uh, gangbusters, like it worked. So they, they kind of reimagined their general formation groups that they're using. And again, maybe a bit of an overreaction because of the Cardinals missing pieces on defense and how that matched up. But at the same time, when we talk about the chargers last year, we always say like the chargers defense matches up so well against the chiefs. Well, it matched up so well against what the chiefs did last year. And that's the biggest thing. Will they, will they quickly come onto that? That safety shell, that uh, you know, where what they were using last year to k- take Tyreek out of things, you know what? I don't I don't know if you can make that adjustment that quick. Not only that, from one week of film, but also into a Thursday game. Oh shit, yeah. we got to do what we did. We can't do what we did last year to stop this offense because it's not the same offense, and it fucking worked. So I'm really worried about the Chargers not being this defensive matchup nightmare anymore for the Chiefs. And for that reason. I'm probably going to play some chiefs overs on some of the ancillary receivers and just some props and stay away from this game in general. Cause okay. backing the chiefs numbers got out of hand. The total is high. And I, I actually worry about what some of these pass rushes will do against the Trey Pipkins, the turd and things of that nature. So I'm, I'm a little worried about the the chargers here and I liked him
0: long term. Pipkins, Pipkins was fine. Um, yeah, against okay, so, so, Against like Crosby, I guess.
1: And, I and
0: guess Chandler Jones. Did, yeah. Does
1: Crosby line up, line up on the left?
0: Uh, I think it was Chandler Jones a lot of the time. Yeah, because no, it was Chandler Jones. I saw Chandler Jones versus Slater, and it was Crosby versus. Uh, so C-P-3. Crosby was over yeah. on the Pipkin side. Yeah. Um, Sioux Falls
1: native, or Sioux Falls product?
0: All right. So a couple thoughts. I agree generally with your takes. The I will only add that one of the reasons that the Kansas City offense looked unfucking stoppable last week. Well, there's two. One, they had an extra week to prepare. It was a complete surprise what they were going to do. and it and rest. And uh, and oh, by the way, the you know the Cardinals walked up there and they were throwing home run batting practice to Aaron Judge. They they were blitzing and not getting close to getting home, <laughs> which constantly blitzing like con- like 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 if you constructed like a like the worst ever, the worst all time defense to run against Pat Mahomes is what Gus Bradley did, as we know um the second worst is what you know what vance joseph was doing last week because he number he didn't have any skill he didn't have any talent on the field and then he was specifically uh, handicapping his guys um so that literally might as well have been a walkthrough for the chiefs offense i don't think you've answered any questions about what you're ultimately going to be this season last week and i think this is going to be a tough test because i don't expect that uh kind of the key philosophy. That uh, the Chargers have had for Mahomes, I don't know that they have solved that yet. And really, the loss of Tyreek Hill wasn't going to matter over the balance of the season to take the ch- Chiefs' offense from top two to top ten. Like that wasn't going to yeah. ma- that wasn't going to move the needle that much. It just wasn't wasn't. We everyone has said this, but in games like this where the margins are super narrow, that this is when you could see it, right? In games against the Chargers, the Bills in the regular season. In your playoff run, that is when it could manifest. And so I am very intrigued to see how this works. I think I don't think the Chargers need to do any kind of major pivot defensively. And actually, if you really want to kind of break down what we saw in that Chargers-Raiders game, I thought the Chargers defense was very, very, very good in that game. The pass rush duo – As advertised, those guys are healthy. They may be a little longer in the tooth, but they were healthy and they They were were scary. Yeah, for sure. That,
1: that, absolutely, that signing has worked out. And you brought up a good point when you mentioned playoffs. Like the odds that these teams may end up playing each other in the playoffs, you wonder if some of the, they don't show all the razzmatazz. They leave some stuff in the playbook. Well, yeah, they got to play again again later in the season, too. Yeah, you not only play, but like you assume you may play this team two more times at some point. And yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, it was, this is, and another reason I do want to stay away from this is like, it's it's uh, the classic, you know, quandary. It's like, hey, this team looked really good, but they played a shitty team. Doesn't yeah. mean they're not as good as we saw. It was one of those cases where, you know, if they kept their foot on the gas pedal, maybe they score 60. You know, it's uh, oh, the you cheese know, lost like, it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, I, it's, I, it's, I it's, don't imos- it. it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. Uh, to other tell. than
0: everybody's healthy and the offensive line is yeah. sick. And the, and the pieces are all kind of greased. The wheels are greased. Like, that's all you can take away from that game. Uh, I still think, though, that the Chargers defense, uh, the run defense, that they exceeded the Mendoza line. They were yeah. solid in that game against the Raiders. The pass rush was against the awful offensive line, but they won their 1v1s. Um, the pass defense secondary was absolutely solid, even in the absence of J.C. Jackson. Uh, Devontae Adams did everything in his power to try to break that game, and he couldn't um and you know i think i think defensively the chargers are going to match up well against the chiefs and they're going to give them what for in this game this is not going to be a you know a, a boat race for the chiefs offensively as far as i can tell you the flip side of the coin here with the chargers lombardi learned nothing in the off season his decision making his scheming his sequencing garbage for the chargers offensively last week like Justin Herbert continues to succeed in spite of what everyone around him is helping him in terms of telling him what to run on and given and play. Um, they still struggled with the short yardage, which is crazy, considering they their philosophy is we're going to be we're still going to stick to our aggressive nature. Um, and the running game was utterly stuck in mud. And I want to give a little bit of the credit of that to Patrick Graham and the Raiders defense because those guys played a lot better than we expected. Um,
1: but still, both, in that game, both run defenses played well. Yeah. But also, I I do want to blame the the Raiders pass blocking, or excuse me, the run, the run blocking wasn't good. No, And some of their sequencing sucked, too. It was kind of a bad game to watch at
0: times. Yeah, it was a slow game. It was uneven. It wasn't well. You know, there was no urgency. And I think realistically, I think that sets up for a very, very solid underplay here. I think 54, 54 and a half, 53 and a half now at some of the market makers. Yeah. Uh -uh, uh -uh. No way. This should be a 51 total. The division familiarity is a real thing. I know that it doesn't feel great to go make an under bet when you have two of the best three quarterbacks in the game on the field at the same time. But with the short week, with the early in the season, and with the way that the Chargers defense looks to have been upgraded, uh, I don't think this is going to be any kind of a shootout. Uh, Chargers may ultimately win. They definitely are live to cover, in my opinion. Um, But I don't have huge conviction in that, and I don't have a very strong position in that. Um, I think you probably just might as well take Chargers money line if you're going to back the Chargers because they're going to go for fourth downs and two point conversions. They're going to pull out the stops in general. Chiefs and, may you know, be
1: going for two point conversions. I'm not Chiefs sure. maybe too. Like yeah, like sure. Like the idea, the idea that there's
0: any, the idea that there's any brinksmanship in this game, and that this is a you know kind of a a, a field goal wins it. Uh, no, either the Chargers are going to have a solid plan, shut down the Chiefs offense and, you know, win a comfortable game or it will go the other way around and they're just it looks like the Ravens game for them last year where they're just not ready. Um but either way, under for me is a play. I think this is pretty solid one of my favorite totals of the week and um, you know, we may laugh about this at halftime tomorrow if uh, you know, Mahomes has four touchdowns in the first half. So, We'll see but i think the chargers defense has to be at least considered for an upgrade based on the way that mac looked and fit with that team uh and if jc jackson that's plays sure. that's uh that's crazy that's gravy he's questionable right now he may ultimately suit up um but i don't think they absolutely need him because you don't have a Devonte adams on the field for the chiefs you know you have a bunch of guys that you can match up well against with your you know your plan a so yeah. um I think it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a chess match, and I think yeah. fifty-four and a half is three and a half points too high. Yeah, so I'm
1: fine with the total. Map. I think it's fine just because they are going to be scoring in sixes rather than threes, maybe eights. I'm fine. Somebody pointed out the last two matchups. The first half was super low scoring. Maybe an under first half. Uh, my call is that the Chiefs' leading rusher will be the guy under center. Because uh, somebody just pointed out, Ceh is not, not the, not the guy. Not it's the great. guy. He's be, he's better in base. He's in pace S- pace S-
0: pace Speaking here. of scoring six and not three, um, who's kicking the ball for the Chiefs?
1: I the out. Chiefs, I
0: the Chiefs might be scoring six and not seven.
1: Well, oh, they, they they might have. It's probably half eights and half sixes. Half eights and half sixes. Yeah, which, which comes what out think? if yeah. you average it. Short but...
0: week, no kicker. What are they gonna do? Well they, do we they did
1: they did add that uh Amendola to the practice squad. So I, yeah. I'm not sure. Like they'll they will they will use someone. Probably not their safety. Matt Rodrigo Amendola. Blankenship I guess, is
0: available. I saw I yeah, guess stat Matt, Matt, Am- <laughs> Matt, Matt Amendola
1: is gonna kick, which never great having a mm. it's never great having a, a kicker fill in, but what are you gonna do? Mm. I'm, I'm super excited about this game. And Maybe that's part of the bias of me not wanting to bet an under either. I don't.
0: Primetime unders. Yeah. Don't overthink it. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, Another great one. I'll tee this guy up here. Um, You were ahead of me on this by about four hours. Ravens were four-point favorites, even though they were playing like dog shit. And the Dolphins were convincingly beating the Patriots. And you're postulation that that point point spread was too high was very, very, very real in my mind. Um, it's three and a half now. So there's been a little bit of movement towards the uh, towards the Dolphins. But this is actually a buyback at this point because uh, I saw it hit, uh, you know, it, it got into that three, three and a half range juicy three and a half ju- or juicy plus three, uh, excuse yeah. me, juicy minus three juice or juicy plus three and a half <laughs> I and uh, and It's now kind of at a flatter three and a half. So there's general, I think this is consensus. It's going to stay here. Um, And I think three and a half is a great, great, great play on the Dolphins. And there are matchup advantages galore in this one that all favor Miami, as far as I can tell you. I really don't even know what to say if you are still holding on to some glimmer of hope that the Ravens are a top five team in the NFL as currently rostered. They lose another tackle. In the game against the Jets, yeah. Lamar Jackson doesn't look especially inclined to run, potentially because he doesn't have because that long-term he, contract. Because yeah. his agent, his agent
1: told him not to his run. His agent
0: told him week. not to, not to run. Uh, the uh, the rest of the positional players for the um, Ravens are all minuses outside of Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews now matches up against an elite safety group. That is being trotted out there by the Miami secondary. Dolphins. Really good secondary. It's almost a waste of a good secondary. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, well, that's a good point. But they can uh, double. They can double up easy. And I, I want to see Javon Holland all the live long day on uh, Mark Andrews. Works for me. Um, I think this Miami defense is set up well to really force the Ravens to find answers. And then on the other side of the of the matchup, I think the Miami offense uh, has speed in. Spades. They have many, many different ways they can hurt you with speed. Doesn't matter if Tua can't throw a beautiful ball fifty yards down the field. They have excellent skill position players, and that it has been like Tua sort of... will
1: have a fifty-yard touchdown pass yeah. that travels like six yards in the air. Yeah,
0: you know why you <laughs> feel like Tyreek that, special. You know why you feel like that is because you saw it twice last year with yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals against this team, and it literally, like, and Ty- Tyree Kill You want to go look at some uh, some wows? Go look at Tyree kills you know game log performances against this this Raven squad the Ravens are a good team they're fundamentally sound they have good players but speed kills these guys uh and I think this is set up extremely well for um you know for the Dolphins to to be live in this game I'm not like buying Dolphins stock and saying this is a team that's going to be in the mix for a playoff spot or an AFC AFC East crown but um But boy, oh boy, with the Bills on deck next week, wouldn't it be great if the Dolphins can put up a convincing win here in Baltimore uh, and kind of really force the market to recognize them because you might get a decent price to buy it on the Bills. Um, But either way, is there something about this matchup that I am not seeing? Um, And I guess in general, like uh, you give uh, Mike McDaniel like an A-plus for his debut, right, considering?
1: I I think so. And a big part of it was i give the front office an A-plus they said all right we're gonna figure out if we have something in this quarterback by putting all the pieces we need around him and still having you know the bones and the pieces to have a really good defense especially in the secondary i love the secondary and yeah that it looks like a, a good investment so far right now and again it's overreaction week let's calm down it was one week but it looks like a team that can Compete with the big boys come playoff time. If they continue to gel, and this offense could be scary. Just when you have a a Tyree kill again, we've said that. He everyone remembers the bombs, but he would do these things where he'd catch you know a ten yard out and and just a guy would take the wrong angle on him because that's the right angle with ninety nine percent of receivers, and he'd be gone. And him with the ball in his hands is just scary. And you have other receivers that he's not even. He's a, a part of a very good receiving core. And if Tua doesn't stink, if he can just play middle of the pack, Kirk Cousins ball, boy, it's it's actually a fun offense. Uh, I have some money line in pocket. I think they're very live to win this. The secondary is a problem with another secondary injury. Marcus Peters, maybe, but uh, he it's still up in the air. And if if he's back, maybe not one hundred percent. Same thing Ronnie Stanley practiced. That's up in the air. If you're down to a third string left tackle, that's also a big problem. And then the the rookie when he played, not great. Kyle Hamilton. It's it's tough. It's super tough being a secondary piece early career in the league against anybody even a bad team. So uh, the secondary is a big issue against what I said was a pretty good pass offense that I'm excited to see continue to evolve. And yes, for that reason, Raven, or excuse me, Dolphins plus three and a half, Dolphins plus four, and some Dolphin plus 165, I think is what I got. So I'm, uh, I don't play a ton of money lines, but uh, this is one I really liked adding a little on.
0: Yeah, and I mean honestly, the Mike McDaniel's bag of tricks works fits well against the Ravens' defensive scheme as well. Uh, As long as they just sort of stick play the hits, I think this is a good game for. Yeah, they played. They played what I think Um, is still
1: a tough ass defense last year. And oh, by the way, this is a step down to me.
0: Last year, the Dolphins on Monday Night Football utterly punked the at the time one seed Ravens with a healthy Mm. Lamar Jackson. Punked him defensive scheme was just it was like square peg square hole boom like go go beat us another way we dare you and they could not do it and i think the fact that you have the same d coordinator there that was there last year continuity at the d coordinator even though flores is gone uh he's gonna pull that game plan out and they're gonna go right back to the well and play the hits uh and i think um at the end of the day in a new you know against an average team I don't have a ton of separation between the Dolphins and the Ravens. I'm not giving the Ravens three and a half points for home field advantage. tell you that much. Uh, And I think realistically this should be about a two point spread. So Dolphins plus three and a half, one of my favorite plays of the week. And um, I think uh, I sprinkle a little money line as well, just because I think the matchup advantages are that tilted in favor of uh, the boys in teal.
1: Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. This should be a good one.
0: Total little, uh, Low for the team total for the Dolphins.
1: Total's probably probably okay. I don't see it ever being this. The you know, like we said, Ty- Tyreek Hill's great.
0: I don't need it's more not, action just, on this game, but I was yeah, just. It's curious not just going to become
1: the you know, they're not just going to become the Chiefs. I'm trying to think of a good analog. Maybe it'll come to me throughout the throughout the episode. But everyone's everyone's kind of good. There's a, a lot of nice pieces. I don't know, it's a. Uh, and it's just classic. Like, even with the Patriots going down early, that defense that defense looked good, honestly. The Patriots' defense yeah. did look good at times. Like, this is this is an easier test in my mind, especially in the secondary. So, go Fins, go uh, Finkel, Lace us out, and we're on to Cleveland, which is one we don't have a lot to say about. Other than uh, in our preview, we did kind of say, if the Browns want to go to the playoffs – they need to be in a very good position when, excuse me, when Deshaun Watson returns, they got to win all their easy games and they got to win probably all their coin flips. They won a coin flip last week. They need to win this easy game. They can't uh, overlook the jets here. I don't know how squarely the jets actually can be. Um, this is a tough defense. This is, this is a tall task for them. And, uh, the Jets' offensive line had some issues last week. Going up against Garrett isn't going to help. Uh, numbers are probably right. I'm um, I'm not super enamored with. Think uh, Cooper. Did he miss practice today? Everybody missed practice. Everybody missed practice. Everybody <laughs> yes. missed practice I did, today. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wasn't uh, really A lot of question marks around this one. I don't and, care yeah, about I, this game. I, I really. Uh, it was yeah, Jack Conklin. Um, maybe close to being back at right tackle. I didn't follow up on that today. Wilson still a bit away. Flacco playing again. Uh, Brissette, So, Brissett was the guy who didn't give the game away. He wasn't great.
0: Boy, was he not great!
1: Yeah, but he didn't do anything, <laughs> he didn't do anything so penal that he would just give the game away, which is what we worried about this. So, this is. It. This is probably God. You know what this is? This is a Jets or yeah, so an like pass? And boy, it sounds like we're moving on to Detroit.
0: Flacco, f- Flacco, just, just, just. just well, you know, so the, and and the he, problem he that, too yeah, was he should have retired a couple years ago. What is he doing? Well,
1: what do you think of the pass rush for Baltimore compared uh, to Cleveland?
0: Uh, it's not not even in the same discussion. Twenty second no, versus. Three.
1: 20 <laughs> pressures last week, and yeah, now they that's face not good. better pass rush. So, uh, I honestly can, like can, that's the funny
0: part is the house. funny part is the obvious answer is you should be starting Mike White, but they're afraid to because they don't want Mike White to gain control of the locker room and from uh, players <laughs> like to play with him, kind of because then you're screwed bringing Wilson in if Wilson's no good, but the guys like White, then you're screwed. So it's is this is just yeah, a hot, Jets,
1: mess. Jets are in a spot of bother.
0: Hot mess uh funny move in, in this market time, we're out to six and a half you can go and th- they're taking fifteen thousand dollar bets at chris right now you can go take six and a half points with the jets for fifteen thousand dollars or you can go lay fifteen thousand dollars with uh jacoby Brissett. pass pass easy pass uh the total has been bet down from 43 which was low to 39 and a half which is lol um, but at the same time Cannot play an under in this one because the chances that there's defensive scores or weird shit is very real. So
1: that's team total under first skip. half, under seven and a half, something Easy like that. skip. If you want to get squarely, um, Washington, Detroit, played a little bit on this on Sunday on the openers pod. Um, we joked that we're not going to get fucked over by weather because the odds of that happening in Detroit stadium were slim to nil. Uh, it's moved up a bit. I got a 46 and a half bounced up a little. It's, it's t- taken some buyback. I believe 40, was it topping out at 49? Then it caught some buyback, which mm-hmm. I don't uh, disagree with that. That's a, d- a decent size move. And 49 is a bit key. Uh, what do we think of the swift injury? That's the yeah. biggest thing for yeah. me because he was, it was kind of good at times. And, and again, it was in garbage kicked. time a little here and there, but
0: yeah, this actually kissed 50. Um, oh really? I missed yeah. that part. And uh, back down to 48 and a half, which is meaningful buyback. I think that is mostly on Swift. Swift matters for them because they have relatively limited options in the passing game. But um, really, I think an overplay here is just you have two competent quarterbacks versus two defenses who have significant issues. Uh, I will say that the commander's defense at least did possess a pretty frisky pass rush against the Jaguars. That was maybe the bright spot for the commanders defensively, but now they go up against a much, much more stout offensive line for the Lions, And so I think Goff will have time to operate this offense. And if Swift is available, then that they're going to get the, they're going to get theirs in this one. They're going to get 24 points here. Uh, And then it's a matter of commanders answering, which I think the way that Wentz played, you have to consider realistic that they will answer. I don't have a strong read on where Wentz ends this season. From an EPA per play standpoint, but as of now, he's way the hell up there, and he is way the hell up there. Even though he had two interceptions that were seemingly backbreaking in the second half of that game against the against the Jaguars, he, he, winced. he winced, He just didn't, he winced, didn't and die. then he and then he unwenced for unwinced two, two great great drives by him. Uh, reverse those, yeah, he reverse winced there. So I don't know. Maybe there's some there there. There's definitely some wide receivers there. And there's definitely no way that the Lions secondary is covering those wide receivers. You mentioned Defensive Rookie of the Year off the top. My only liability there heading into the season was on Aiden Hutchinson. Not, did not not love, did not love what we saw from him. And now, again, he's going up against the top three offensive line. The
1: the best team in the NFC. And I will say, the Washington offensive line was not good in pass protection. If Aiden can... Take a step forward. It would be this week, yeah, which, and like you said, yeah, on the other side, a big part of my handicap and what I like this over was, and again, before the swift injury was, the Lions' offense will operate. They have yes. a very good offensive line. Goff mm-hmm. will have time. They'll be fine. And if they're leading. They don't seem to be, because they weren't much last year, they don't seem to be super inclined to slow it down. And if they're behind, it doesn't matter how far behind. They play like they're driving for the game-winning touchdown every drive, no matter what, for some reason. Yes. They're hard tryers, and I think they will get theirs. And wince. again, serviceable. The secondary for the Lions can definitely be beat. We saw that last week by a, a much better team with, better skill position players, but they got Dodson involved. Gibson looked good. Um, I didn't follow up on Jonathan Allen. He had an MRI Monday. It seems like he's yep. It was just a precautionary. He's fine. Um, Otherwise, I I think both offenses will operate at a commensurate level and we end up in the 50s here.
0: Yeah, this is a beautiful. There are plenty of plays that we'll make this year that are contingent on game state. This one feels resilient to game state. A competitive game, these guys are going back and forth. Either of these teams gets a lead, the other team is coming back. I really don't think that this is one way traffic, put the game away, put put the kids to bed, type of a situation at all. Uh, and I don't have a real strong feeling about the side. I think lions being favored is probably wrong, but
1: yeah, I don't I can't possibly take money and bet the Lions is a favorite. At home, yeah, these two teams being equal on a on a neutral field feels about a point off, but I'm not I'm not comfortable taking a side here.
0: And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, the
1: the Commandos tease the, again. The, a couple people have brought that up, teasing the Commanders. Total's a little high, but I'll probably have them in my teaser round. Robins, how how do the Lions win by eight or more? I guess it would be just.
0: I mean, Wentz uh, it, does it, it to you, Wentz, I guess. Wentz,
1: Wentz takes a step back, throws a, a couple errant passes that go the other way, or yeah. just it's, uh, it's a little, it could be a little sketchy at times for, for him if he, you know, it was just an aberration this one week of playing well at times. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's healthy and he can play at a, a half decent level. And then the commanders are probably live to take a look at a wild card spot late in the season. Be cool. They they had a schedule that probably would allow that. I will if say this, this though.
0: One. I will say this about the Lions: like the offense, it took a little while for them to kind of find their groove, but they made what is a very talented defense for the Eagles look silly in the second time in the second half at times. Now the Eagles were playing prevent; they had a healthy lead, so you can put a little grain of salt on that. Sure, but um, it's at least Let's... a unit that has some cohesion. They played a lot of them together in the preseason. Everybody's pretty much healthy,
1: so. Wentz, uh, Wentz throwing left handed. That's how they lose the game by eight or more. Yeah. Let's hope it doesn't come to that unless they they turn into defensive touchdowns. I'll take them anyway. I can get them.
0: Yeah. 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 Let's uh, flip the script uh, and talk uh, about the team that lost to the commanders in the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Weird, tough game to come away with, real takeaways, except for yeah. the Jags defense that was overmatched against Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, Jags the rookie defense made a couple flash plays. That was cool, but. Other yeah. than that, that defense, yeah, could they struggle. struggle. The I, I should go look what that was on uh, commanders, it shouldn't come up with anything else. They haven't been the commanders for very long. There you go. Um, what do you think the third down percentage was for the commanders?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go, I don't know high. the answer gonna, to this. I'm pulling it up right now. It felt 60, high 65%. It felt like I didn't see a lot of punts. They didn't they
1: didn't try a field goal either, did they? Seventy percent on third down. Seventy. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. That, and that's the way yeah, felt. That's what they felt. And you that's know what? The Jags were three of twelve. That's uh that's how you lose by six to a team that is a middle of the pack team. And yeah, they were up by I eight. I didn't I didn't watch a ton something. of this game.
0: Yeah. It was a weird one. Uh the Jag- the major takeaway was the Jaguars defense is not good. My major takeaway for the Colts game is that 2020 score is extremely misleading. Realistically, that probably should have been the 30 20 ish game. Um, and I think well, they, general, they had like
1: 500 yards of offense. What, what does that
0: come to? Y- yards like per 32? point per point, 32. Yeah. So that's sh- that should have been a lopsided win for the Colts, and yet it was 2020. Uh, kind of some just general brain-dead shit going on in Indy, as always. Good point by Scott Newman. Reason.
1: Yeah, some questionable red zone calls, some yeah. questionable decisions early in the season. We'll give them a little uh, leverage, but here's a game. These are two guys that coached together at Philly. A lot of – so you have familiarity because it's Ooh. a divisional game. But also a couple guys who coached together during that uh, run-up at Philly, and they were both you know, lauded for what they were able to do with some –
0: Philly special less, reunion. I like that. That's some special quarterback. Um, no, Jaguars also going. one to and Philly. Old one. Jaguars go to Philly next week? I
1: think. Sounds
0: right. That's funny. Uh just Doug P. Dougie P doing the old, the good old reunion. Oh No, ja- Jaguars Chargers. No, they Char- go to Chargers, next, go to Chargers, Chargers next then week, Philly. That's Philly. A tough. Stretch. Um no, oh, yeah, not not great. Not good. Not looking good. The Chargers don't get this win where their dogs by four and a half. It's, uh, it's going to be a long season for these guys, especially considering how much they have allocated to players against the cap. Oh, my God. This Jags team is like maybe one that you tell your kids about if they can't put together some wins here. Um, I thought the offense looked fine at times. Trevor Lawrence did young quarterback shit. He's going to keep doing that probably. Um, I thought uh, there were some pretty obvious things about the Colts offense to like, uh, especially the Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman Jr. experiences. This total got hammered under. We lost all that CLV from Sunday on yeah. the basis of, I'm assuming the Michael Pittman Jr. injury news,
1: yeah, which is annoying,
0: but so good. be it.
1: He's is he the best player on the field? Besides Jonathan Taylor on the entire field in this? Yes. Yeah. Um, Um, And that's the thing, too. So if you told me the Texans put up 20, Matt Ryan went for 352, Pittman had 121, Jonathan Taylor ran. That total yards ran for 161. He told me, like, how many many points did the Colts have? I would have guessed, like, 35 or more. It was a very misleading box score. And, again, it was – Finishing the team stats are going to show you what was the uh, uh they only had sacked twice. They took a lot of penalties, seven for 89. They had two turnovers to only one for the Texans and the Red Zone. They were two of five. That's how you tie a shitty Oof. team like this. I think Oof. they take a big step forward, but yeah, I'm not betting. I'm not betting a road favorite in division. I still have some faith in the Jaguars to do some things, and I still like this over. I think Pittman.
0: Yeah, same.
1: I, I didn't see him get hurt. If unless he really fucked his quad up in practice, I think he's gonna play. It, I do again, too. it's early in the season. If it hurts at all, sit him out. He's fine. He knows the plays. Let's go. Colts, let's ride.
0: Let's ride. <laughs> Colts got you. So,
1: yeah, we bet 45 and a half. It yeah. went up to like 48. Um, you can get a 45 and a half too now because it's right back where it started. Yeah. And if you believe Pittman's fine, that is uh the play, I believe.
0: Yes, I, I agree over and Jags or pass here. If you're in some pick contest and you need to take a side, I'm taking Jags, but not, not, uh, not staking it. Um, Let's keep moving to a game. I did stake.
1: How are you feeling about that? Uh, I staked this yesterday. Um, Yeah. You talked about it. We talked a little bit on the side and then I looked and looked and looked and I really did start to like, um, I started to like Tampa Bay to maybe, again, just like the Colts. Like, hey, if they finish some drives, they actually have some nice things going on on offense, and then they really didn't have to do much in the second half. I started to like Tampa Bay as a road favorite, and then the injury report came out. Looked like a goddamn CVS receipt. (laughs) Honestly, New Orleans has a bunch of injury concerns as well. Yeah,
0: the New Orleans injuries went a little more quietly reported, but they weren't good either. uh, Yeah,
1: this is – game with like 70 injuries for some reason i wish i'd take no part of it i mean explain your process for getting on bucks here
0: okay uh let's let me address the injury part first because that is now oh God, apparently over time now we are going well, at, well if maybe, we list all the
1: i'm just kidding. yeah 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 <laughs> it's so uh, many
0: we were joking yesterday like why in the hell are the saints steaming somebody's gonna give us a two and a half on the bucks okay fine i'll take it Uh, and lo and behold, it was because there are a lot of injuries, particularly at the wide receiver position for the Buccaneers. Now, we knew about a lot of these. We knew Mike Evans wasn't 100%. We knew Mike Evans wasn't 100%. We knew that Russell Gage wasn't 100%. If you thought Chris Godwin was playing after seeing him on Sunday Night Football, I got got a a plot of land out in the California desert to sell you. Um, It was very clear that this was going to be a limited offensive unit but I still in 100% expect Mike Evans to play. And I expect Julio Jones to play. And Anos, honestly, the pop that Julio Jones put on display in that Dallas game, that's the kind of thing you have to wake the hell up and pay attention to. Like, he looked live. They
1: used him as a deep threat? I didn't see that
0: coming, he and it worked. good. He looked good in that yeah. game, which means that if Marshawn Lattimore does his thing and he races Mike Evans off the face of the earth, and Mike Evans is largely a decoy out there anyway, no big deal julio jones i would expect to step into a very decent role here uh assuming he's healthy and uh similarly i think that the precautionary hold on fournette i think fournette is he's in prime form but even more than that if you're not paying attention to what the buccaneers are right now then i will tell you the buccaneers are a very different team than we saw the last two years they are right now they are a power run offense and they are one of the most the most effective defensive units and healthy, by the way, defensive units in football. Like that defense is sick. The Cowboys offense was awful. Yes, the Bucks were a huge part of that equation. And they are going to do exactly the same thing to a beaten up Saints team. Saints have issues at the offensive line. The Saints don't have a healthy Kamara. The Saints wide receiver room also dealing with some question marks. Jameis Winston dealing with the back Uh now, Yeah, not
1: only Kamara, but yeah. the, the backup as well. They signed another running back to the they practice. They signed Latavius squad Murray.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it is a uh, it, it is a um, it is a mash, mash unit in New go. Orleans. And uh, you know the way I look at the, this matchup, the Buccaneers can hold these guys to single digits just like they did Dallas. They absolutely can. That's how good this guy these guys are. Uh, and then on the flip side, assuming you have a turnover free performance from this Buccaneers offense, they're covering that two and a half in my mind. Uh, it's going to, you know, they only need a couple of big plays. Uh, they showed an ability to milk the clock with the power run in the second half that was just piece de resistance, just an absolute masterpiece. Uh, and I would expect much of the same in this con- contest here. I think two and a half is cheap. And I think once. I think one of the kind of subplots to follow early in the season. Number one, Bucks are very much trying to keep their players load managed, and number two, Todd Bowles is playing games with the injury status of these guys.
1: Yeah, no, and and producer Dan points out Julio Jones hasn't practiced during the regular season since like 14. Who is that <laughs> Giants receiver who he just sit out all week and then play every Sunday? Not Cruz. It was back in that era. I remember that. It was one of those guys where it's just like, oh, is he playing? He does Mario Manning guys. Like, get over it. But yeah, I think Julio plays. I think this is fine. And somebody brought up that they had Saints plus three and a half from the summer. Um, again, if you're if you're we're not here I, to tell you what to bet, we're here to tell you what we bet and try to make some cases for it. If you bow, still bow, like bow, it, bow, bow, it's it's a better number middle. than you can get right now. But the middle, again, this this middle hits about 10%, 10% of the of time. time. Yeah, because it—I mean—it lands on three about eighteen percent of the time. We'll slightly skew that to the favorites a 11 yeah. percent shot at a twenty to one. You're nice. getting about double your EV. I—I I would shoot I for think a you middle go if for you it. can get a normally priced two and a half. It's a twenty to one shot on a three. That'd be super fun, and so it'll be a fun story next <laughs> week if it does. Leave or yeah, or
0: bush. take the Saint or take the Saints team total under, and then for all you know, you you get uh, you get a win anyway both. when the uh, Buccaneers hit yeah, both. Yeah. <laughs>
1: end up end up with like a 1916 game or something Yeah, along those right, lines. or I three nothing I mean, <laughs> three, is, three, no. the,
0: their their late season game last year had a bizarre score wasn't like nine nothing Saints or something yeah this yeah. Is, this was true. weird matchup weird in general um, the Buccaneers' offense for what's worth though has a long way to go to be anywhere close to the level we saw from them the last two seasons so don't expect that anytime soon. Offensive line wide receiver, and I, I, they're I real, do think they're, you're right? Some of them, it's just real.
1: going a different direction,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. And they, once the they, receivers
1: get healthy, maybe they integrate more of like our right, yeah. now we're a bit of a combo,
0: yeah, 100%. 100%. They're it doing a, it a different it way, a running team, they're doing it a different way, and that's fine. I think Brady's just
1: smart, use yeah, what you yeah, have. You can, you can, all these receivers keep, keep that shoulder
0: work. on ice, buddy. Well, he's 45 years old here. Um, all right, let's keep moving. Tampa Bay, Carolina,
1: New York was not one. I had a ton to say about. I think you were kind of in the same boat. Um, Thibodeau might be back. I didn't follow up on that. Eki, uh, Icky, Icky. That's who it was. Icky got mauled last week. Again, he's young. Easier task this week. Saquon is probably the the story like he was great. He's really back in form. Not only just I mean it was good good run blocking, but I mean he broke tackles too. He had a lot of yards after contact. He just legit might be a really good running back again if they're yeah. going to use him the right way. Maybe he they He just have,
0: might but, be your comeback player of the year.
1: He probably yeah, he's your favorite for sure. And then the only other note I had on here was till he gets hurt. Baker Baker wasn't great, but this is an easier defense to face. Like maybe you see baker play a little bit be- you should see baker play a little better this week like yeah. this is a it's still on the road but it is a much easier task for him as well and panthers are super live um panthers yeah. are a, a gross teaser leg it is a road teaser but i don't see yeah he te- te- this is tease this away. is a teaser like this for sure mm-hmm. gonna end up in a couple of mine
0: yeah i think i'm gonna end up with panthers in the contests because i just i don't have five sides i like this week um
1: it's been been tough
0: and i think i mean this is panthers or pass i but again fuck baker mayfield so um, (laughs) i'm not gonna actually bet the panthers much this season even when there's a plus ev bet to be made like when they're road dogs against the giants um giants in general by the way you have any closing thoughts on them going for it for the touchdown there uh, beautiful I liked play it, well. uh,
1: boy, and it, it yeah, and that, that's the biggest part of it. Like the decision to go for it, whatever. I'm fine either if you want to play for overtime. I think that would have been dumb considering you were the probably the worst, the worser of the teams. So yeah. I like just going for it. Not overtime is not a 50 50 proposition at that point and so i did like that but more importantly i love the play call like they knew like hey yeah. what's working well let's Beautiful. do that like wh- what can we do that will work here love so when you have awareness by the
0: coach it. yeah 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 and also you and know what he, else i love
1: and he won the goddamn locker room you right know away. what else i love oh yeah you that which is you have it for the year now what a way
0: to set the tone the anti um nathaniel hackett uh if you will um the other thing I liked about it is they felt like it kind of kept caught them by surprise. You know, like they didn't dick around deciding, you know, like they're like, we get this touchdown. We're going for it. We got the play. We, the guys already know what the play is. Like there was just, it was crisp, which I love. Like, cause when you dink around, give you team time to prepare your success rate drops in my mind. Um, all that said, pass on this game. Talk about New England.
1: Yeah. On the Pittsburgh
0: Stullers this is uh gonna be a tough watch' gonna <laughs> <I laughs> be so. a tough this could be a tough hang uh, we got a Steelers two and a half point favorites the total 40 and a half um are those the market making numbers uh, I guess it's two and 40. Uh, yeah right now, right, uh, now right now bookmaker
1: it is uh, it is a flat 40 and two to the Patriots.
0: yeah so I laid I bet, two I, and a, I sold twice. out to two and a half here. Sold out to two and a half of the Patriots. I'm riding with Bill Belichick to bounce back here. Um, there's a very straightforward reason why, and it is that the Steelers played 44 <clears throat> minutes of football and 100 snaps. <laughs> Not 100, yeah. a hundred fucking snaps—not a hundred, but a lot of snaps against the Bengals in Week One. That has a tendency to be fatigue-inducing, uh, like in us to a very high degree. Um, funny enough, the Patriots are. Patriots and the Bucks, two teams. Patriots, Bucks, and Colts are three teams. The only three teams that are on back-to-back roadies week two that used to be the kiss of death. I've bet two of those teams, so I am clearly off my, uh, you know, my old self. We're going head-to-head, um, but uh, the Patriots I think are coming in a little fresher, even though they obviously went down and played in the heat of Miami. Um, and I think in general, the Steelers defense without TJ Watt. No, no real, no real havoc play potential. You can put two hats on Cam Hayward. Uh, you can throw away from Minka Fitzpatrick and you can pick on some of the weak spots in this defense. Uh, and I think in general, the Patriots may even tack back into a little bit more of who they were from an offensive identities you know standpoint last year, because guess what? That will work against this Steelers team considering the state of their, you know, their uh, their defensive locker room. On the other side of the ball, the Patriots' defense should hold the Steelers to a very pathetic total in this game. The Mitch Trubisky experience not do, not doing it for me. This offensive line did not get exposed by the Bengals last week, but I think the Patriots are going to be able to find ways to create unique pressure. Really, really make it a miserable day for Mitch and company. Uh, and I think the Patriots can win this one uh, by more than a field goal. So, laid the two and a half. What's what are your thoughts?
1: A tease, Pittsburgh. Oh, yes. I don't think either team gets to 20. This like, is Patriots like, minus yeah, 20, my, yeah. My median outcome is like, yeah, uh, I feel like the Patriots win by three an awful lot. And both of those scores are in the teens an awful lot. I played the under 40 and a half. I found a 40 and a half this afternoon. Uh, yesterday, I don't know. My days are running together. I'm still running on fumes coming off Vegas for four days, but uh, I like this under quite a bit. The Steelers only scored uh, what 13 in regulation with their offense, and they had a bunch of extra drives to do it. That's uh, maybe not super. Con- that's maybe not selling the teaser as well, but I do like this under a lot more. And the Patriots' offense isn't good. Like, that was. No. No. Again, TJ Watt is a big issue, but they still have, you know, you do have to put two hats on Hayward and hope everything else works out. You do have to avoid Minka. It's still a tough defense with an injured quarterback who hasn't done much to impress me. A very rough uh, receiver room, one of maybe, maybe worse than Baltimore's. Like, I think we might be at that point. Like,
0: Not like Contra Henry. Uh, so I guess she's yeah, like a Mark tight Andrews, end. Man. Like exactly. again, it's just
1: like Mark Andrews, So it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a goofy spot. Fair comp. I uh, yeah, I like this under. I hate biting the bullet and taking it an under. That's you know under forty two. These are every touchdown stings so badly. But yeah, 17-13 kind of game. Feel like that happens an awful lot and. I'm looking for a a game where I look up and holy shit, it's the second quarter already because Mm -hmm. the, you know, a lot of short passes, a lot of running. Um, We Mm -hmm. have an injured running back for Pittsburgh. we will see how effective he is. And yeah, two quarterbacks who I do not believe in. So we will go with an under and a Steelers teaser. I'll tell you the other half of that teaser that I actually did play you know, uh, My round robin stuff, I'm waiting, but I have one that I, I like quite a bit. The Steelers are half of it. And then real quick, ad read. What? Yeah, another uh, sponsor. People want to hang out with us. God damn it, Andy. You're just going to close tabs so you can't see your ad read. I didn't memorize this. Now I'm just stalling mm-hmm. for time. So they're basically getting... Uh, ads, 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 another. ads.
0: Jump they're, 15 seconds ahead if you don't want to hear this ad. But don't because you should support our podcast.
1: Yeah, turds. Um, um, God, that's a that's a whole different one. Yeah, I didn't know it. But here we go. No house advantage. It is DFS right off the bat. If you ask a question, is DFS legal in your state? If you can play DraftKings, you can play this. So oh, no house Playing pick'em contests like versus that. other people. If shot at winning 250k or more. Download the app. Choose a contest. Select your player props. Earn points for correct picks. Or you can do the, you know, the player props, mix and match them up to five different ones, 20x your money. They have NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR if you like race cars. And I do like race cars. Sign up now with promo code BETSPURTS at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on your mobile telephone. I feel the like they store. should have
0: gone with, like, no rake, Isn't that I a little snappier? It,
1: NoHouseAdvantage.com. And you can get a first deposit match of twenty five bucks. Check it out. I'm going to play with it this weekend. I'm going to play with a bunch of DFS because I couldn't last weekend. I was in Nevada. I tried to put in an entry in a couple different things. Couldn't do any of it. So we will. uh, All right. We'll back to the regularly scheduled program. The second half of the schedule starts with a Falcons team that we did. We fall in love with this team a little.
0: Uh, Offense. The
1: offense. The offense at least.
0: I'm sure you could come up with a fun analogy relating to high school girlfriends, but they tried to break my heart a couple of different times in the end of that game against the Saints.
1: Oh yeah, you had them. That was a, that was a sharp side. That was a hot side and it got a little uh, sketchy, but the Falcons offense, the Falcons offense feels like they're going to do just enough.
0: Oh yeah. League average at worst. They're
1: going to do just enough to cover in games where There's not a defense that's just going to blow their ass up. And then you hope the timing and the scheduling works out where they cover a couple of games and then they run up against a couple of brick walls because there's going to be some defensive matchups that are going to absolutely stymie what they do and they're going to look like shit again. It's going to be a yo-yo. They're going to be bet on. They're going to be bet against. Um, I don't have a strong take because I struggled to find what I believe about this Rams defense right now. What do you think about the 10.5 at SoFi Rams with a? bunch of extra rest as well
0: i think that's probably too many points i think it should be nine and a half but i don't really want to get involved with the side here i think you can basically make the same play by taking the over because last week the saints did not press their advantage they did not use the house advantage against their main their offensive matchup against the falcons defense the Falcons also showed their hand a little bit about who they want to be defensively, which is a blitz heavy team. In fact, a team that could really only create pressure via blitz. Right? Yeah. Well, what did we see with the Rams last week? We saw a Rams team that struggled mightily in pass pro. However, they were I'll up against up. they were up against future Hall of Famer Von Miller and other very very solid front seven. I think up against a Falcons team that can really only generate pressure via blitz, and considering Matt, um, excuse, considering Matt Stafford's lifetime of superlative play against the, blitz, against the blitz, this should be opportunity for the Rams to flex a little, to get some to get some scores. And at that point, this becomes the cover becomes a matter of are the Falcons scoring those garbage time points or not. But either way, the total has been bet down from forty eight to forty six and a half. It has crossed the key of seven.
1: I know do, the Rams team do total not has agree. Been staring me in the face.
0: Do not agree that this should have crossed 47. I think the fair is 48 and a half, and I would play 46 and a half and be very, very content with my position on this game and hope that the Falcons just get to 17. 20 is probably if, more realistic, though.
1: If I could find a Rams under 30 for a team total, that's one that's on the short list. I think this offense is fine, and I think not only is it fine, but I think they. Uh, and it's only one game. Like uh, they're, they're smart enough, coach, a savvy veteran quarterback, a lot of veterans, a lot of experienced players who've experienced a bunch of success. But boy, after after what they did last week on offense, doesn't feel like they just kind of want to let it let it fly and stunt on these hoes a little. Like I would, I wouldn't let up. I'd want to, I'd want to exercise those demons quickly. And say, all right, we're capable, we're a good offense. That was a tough test right at the beginning of the season. Let's drop forty on their ass, and you know, maybe, maybe you don't need the play action because you're going to be facing some blitzers. But again, you, uh, if you're facing blitzers, you have one on ones on the outside. They have the receivers to beat that, so. A 28 and a half, 29 and a half team total is something I'm interested in here yep. for sure. And I agree with
0: 30 to team. 20 kind of final. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm there. 28 20, yeah. 30, 20. 31 yeah. 17. Something 31, you know, se- Oh, yeah. Oh, now we're talking 31 17 actually sounds very close. 34 17. Rams in general, uh, second home game.
1: 31 17 uh, is a middle on this total of the way it's moved around.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh yeah, I like over 46 and a half in this game. Let's keep moving. Two. Another over I played, and another very low total. 41 and a half now. I thought that this opener of 43 looked low. Uh, I didn't bet it cuz I was waiting for limits to go up. And by the way, limits on totals have been like super slow this
1: week. Is it stuck?
0: This what, what what are we waiting up for here? They saw for a flash a couple places were like, oh, we'll take 5 Nah, 3. I don't know what the deal is, but here we are. Uh, I like this over 41 and a half. The Seahawks told taught you something important on Monday Night Football, and that thing that they taught you was Geno Smith can complete the easy stuff. Yeah. And Maybe that they are going to –
1: even, even the easy yeah. stuff, it's like, all right, this is – he's throwing it to the right shoulder. He's throwing it yeah. right out with a – he wasn't throwing – He's using the pads, yeah. But he was throwing spots where it wasn't – Penny's yeah, live.
0: Penny's got some penny's live. He's yeah. got some legs.
1: You'll see quarterbacks throw like, hey, that was an easy pass, but the linebacker got his goddamn hands on it for some reason because he threw it to the wrong side of the body for that round. Yeah. Like he was yeah. he was playing well enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The um and you know, the I would say that in general, uh, this is a different offense. Shane Waldron is running a different offense this year in the absence of Russell Wilson. The pass frequency, the sequencing, everything is different. Um now that may not last all season. Pete Carroll may ultimately get his grubby hands on it at some point, but for now at least this is a an overish type of offense compared to what the old the constant you know the kind of the general market is rating the Seahawks uh you know unit. The flip side of that is the Seahawks defense is bad. They are bad bad. This is a bottom 5 defense uh and well, even we though they had the defensive player of the week
1: should have scored more. The Broncos oh, should have scored a oh, bunch more. And I mean, it's hey, Andy. Well, they they were right at the they were knocking on the door. Yeah, two fumbles on the goal line will cause you to score fewer points if you do not recover them. So obvious, but the man, they looked and they weren't even using their wide receivers. No. They were the team that threw the biggest the the lowest ratio of targets to wide receivers out of thirty two teams last year. All mm-hmm. anybody could talk about for the whole preseason. All these young receivers, they threw more balls to tight ends and uh, running backs than anybody in the league by ratio. And it wasn't particularly close. They were 36%. The next few teams were like Green Bay, New England, and Baltimore, which are and they were all around like 45 to 48. Those are teams with horse shit wide receivers or a bunch (laughs) missing. Like that makes sense. And they were still, I, I didn't think that was gonna be the game plan. And yet they still moved the ball. Like if they want to get a little more aggressive on offense, I think. And uh, Den- we're not even talking about Denver, but they could have. They could have really got aggressive on Seattle, and they didn't. I really hate Nathaniel Hackett at this point in my life. Uh, yeah. The Seahawks are going to be super susceptible to a better team, and it sucks that we didn't get to evaluate that team because they played in a mud puddle.
0: Right, which is another reason that this total is depressed. And I'm um, the side. Yeah, and I, I think ten and a half. Uh, there, I, I also got to tell you, man, the Seahawks are one of our friends has been beating this drum about the Seahawks offensive line being better than people realize for a while. They gave
1: up a shitload of pressures in it the second
0: half, in the second half, in the second half, yeah. the second half they did. Right. I agree. And that, that, but, that was,
1: I, I mean, was, Chubb's you know, one thing, but yeah, they're, they're going to give up a ton of pressure again this week. They had the right game uh, plan to kind of beat that, but.
0: The, the I, I i honestly i like geno's mobility to beat the to because if there's that's one what i'm saying thing, the short stuff like,
1: and the mobility it worked
0: yeah because like the one thing about the niners like if they have an identity defensively it's getting pressure but not sacking the quarterback like they're masters <laughs> yeah. at that masterful including last week where they somehow only sacked justin fields two times even though they felt like they were in his face on 20 fucking plays anyway the Niners offense, I think, matches up well against the Seahawks. Realistically, like, did you see some of the zone runs that the Broncos did over the balance of that game where they were getting nine yards a clip? <laughs> like, I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr., Je- you know, Jeff Gordon Jr., it doesn't matter who you have running the ball for uh, for the Niners in this game. They are going to gain yards on the ground with ease, and I think ultimately Niners, you know, like the, the way this total doesn't make it is if somehow the Seahawks... Play the same exact game they played against the Broncos, generate a lead, and just take the air out of the ball somehow. Um, otherwise, I think this thing is sailing, sailing over
1: sailing. 41
0: and a half. Sailing. No weather to speak of, up to worry about up there. Um, in general, uh, this looks like a game that's mispriced by the tune of four and a half points. I would have made this 46.
1: Any interest in a Niners team total over? I'd are just scared because we haven't seen the offense really.
0: Yeah, but it's, a, so it's not going to be that low because it's nine and a yeah, half.
1: It's, uh, a sec, it's, a, it's at home. the Seahawks.
0: Five and a half. It's going to be. Um,
1: and this is, so it's not in the traditional long teaser zone, but it is in the zone of playing a, what is this? You play a seven, a seven point teaser on this. Seven point teaser, the proper price you want to get to make it plus EV is minus Minus 130. 130. Yeah, Yeah, so a seven point teaser takes this to two and a half. And uh, I might be playing, I don't play those that often because it's hard to find two legs usually. If places let you have open, that's fine. And uh, if it is eight and a half, let me check that what uh, Chris has right now. Circa has eight. So Hmm. Chris Chris has nine. It is all over the place. Thanks for pointing that out, though, Hef. So now it's a long burger. Let's go. Boy, that round robin is getting big.
0: I like this one though.
1: You know what sucks is mo- it's not possible to most places to where I want to bet to actually push a button and round robin a bunch of teasers. You do it by betting hand, hand. betting. Yeah. yeah. That's the advantage um, of maybe uh, going to the counter in Vegas. You can tell them to do it, and they would just put it together for you. Tick, 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 Sit there on yep. your phone. All right. I I like it.
0: Drive to Iowa. You don't, they don't, they don't don't
1: have that many counter. Like again, if I want to go bet at a counter, that's like an hour and a half. Ah, You know, maybe you're not the way my craps are rolling. Maybe it's time to push that, push the luck there a little.
0: Okay. Well, I think Seattle gives up the goods. They give up some points in this one, in my opinion. Um, let's move on to one. We can probably get through pretty quickly here. Uh, Bengals playing the Cowboys, two teams that uh, I think would be disappointed other. with the way Sunday went. No one more so than the Cowboys. Um,
1: yeah, tough luck. That stinks to see. I hate co- quarterback injuries. It diminishes the quality of the play of the league overall. And that said, this offense was horrible with him in. Some of the credit definitely goes to Tampa. But boy,
0: like though. 90% of it.
1: Yeah, it's still like they found no way to break that. They were they were looking rough. So, you know, people argued about how big of a move this was. Some of this was going to just move in general, even yeah. with the Bengals losing because the, the Cowboys offense wasn't good. Um, that said, it's a lot for a road favorite. Cooper Rush wasn't like Nathan Peterman bad when he's filled in in the past. Granted, they have some offensive line issues now, and they don't have all their receivers. But do you have the stomach to get seven and a hook at home? I don't think Joe Burrow's throwing five uh, or turning the ball over that much again. So, whew, this is a hard pass game for me.
0: Yeah. Uh, Bengals, so two Bengals thoughts. Turn
1: up, they might win by a bunch.
0: Yeah, and they probably are a fair teaser. Like I like them. Um, the Cowboys. I think the better than making a bet on the Bengals minus seven and a half in this game is to do what? AFC North. Get yeah, it down I do it. now. I forgot. Three to one now. or better. Three to one or better. That's the Now is the time. And you know what's funny about that? It was three to one after the games were over Sunday and before we saw the Cowboys game and knew Dak Prescott was going to be playing. The win probability for the Bengals in this game went from coin flip to likely. Seventy, and it did not move the market at all. So what the hell? Um, Yeah, that felt like a
1: nice move. And then I did, Um, I did tease this. This is my AFC North teaser. I teased this with Steelers. mm, Get it down to one and a half. I don't. I I talk to me about. Think think the offense uh, likely bounces back.
0: I, I think the adjustment from. Dak to Cooper is in the ballpark of what the market is telling us on top of the actual downgrade of the unit overall now that people yeah, realize move, that there's some problems. Um, what I'm curious about, I, I think Cooper Rush is probably going to do some interesting things. I mean, he's got he's playing with house money. He's trying to get a backup job for life. If he plays well in the next couple of weeks, he'll have it. Um, what were you surprised that they didn't make a move this week? and no because the jerry jones saying four weeks is he's full of he's high he's high
1: on ether like he's huffing a rag or something (laughs) and i think maybe Uh that's part of the reason they didn't make the move because even if it's even if it is you know pie in the sky four weeks i think six weeks is possible So, you know, do you make a move for somebody when it's a fill in for six weeks? That's a tough ask. And there's guys out there. It would have to be a trade. It would have to be a trade that the people Mm -hmm. in the free agent market is, it's Cam, it's Fitz. And other than that, I would just, once you get past that, I would rather have a guy who already knows the offense and Cooper Rush, honestly. Can you name me somebody you'd rather have that have to come in and learn it for six weeks? Uh, I would. Cam, I'd consider, but I, he's been so banged up for the last few years. And then Fitzpatrick's our age. Um, it's not a lot that you could do in the free agency market right now. The Niners aren't going to come help you. And the Jimmy G asking price is too much for a fill-in. He'd be flipping him. Minshew, that's uh, interesting. I think he's on a team. That'd be a, a trade. Uh, ben DiNucci. God, if it's Ben DiNucci, that's an issue. But that said, mm-hmm. I am I am teasing the Bengals down, even with a road favorite I do not believe uh we'll see that many bad throws, that many interceptions. That was a tough defense. That was a tough ask A divisional game. Should be better. And Jamar Chase did everything in his power to pull that offense out of uh out of that funk. He's still very good. So um Bengals by Bengals by six.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there he is. Okay yeah, he's an
1: eagle. He's an eagle again. Is that his second stint as an eagle, or is he still there?
0: You know what? You probably could get a pretty cheap deal for is bringing Andy Dalton back from the. I'd from want the to Saints. hold on to him. You, <laughs> if you're the Saints, you want to. Help. You have a help Yeah, I would him. have
1: to. He's a tight end now. Okay. Yeah, that's All a right. good point. Either um, way, we're we're on to Denver.
0: Okay. Uh, on to Denver. Uh, what was your favorite part of Monday Night Football? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, just tweeting through it, like everything that happened at the end. And then him and it's like, oh, guess what? He said he said he wished he had gone for it. And then you find out it's because he didn't get the field goal. He basically it came out like, oh, he said he wished he'd gone for it. And then you find out the whole quote is, well, I wish I had gone for it because he missed the field goal, essentially. Like, well, that doesn't count. That's not, you know, that's not penance. That's, uh, you know, hindsight, you asshole. And I will give him some leeway. It is his first game. Coaching. What do you think happened? They just had no fucking plans in he, place. Like
0: he he froze, right?
1: Yeah, he froze. They they didn't have a plan in place for an end game like that. And the fact that they actually came out and said, like, you gotta again, I have a buddy, and this was his his uh just deny, 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 lie until you die. Don't let him know. Like you can't come out and say, Yeah. <laughs> End goal was just kicked from the 46 at sea level. (laughs) That that was that. Once we got there, we were happy. They had so much time; they had timeouts, and all their passes were short behind the line of scrimmage. Like that, all the plays were so conservative for a team that was losing. They looked like a team that was trying to pick up a couple of first downs to ice the game. the The play calling was very puzzling, considering. They had the, again those zone. Run, you can run the ball. You have timeouts and all those time on the clock. Like the zone runs and shit, that was working. Do anything, do anything that was working. Uh, Peyton, uh, people are bringing up Manning. Uh, Manning trying to call timeout for oh, like God. three minutes straight was pretty funny.
0: Well, it was oh, fucking crazy. Everyone, everyone with a, with two brain cells watching that game was like, "This isn't right. What are they doing?" why are you doing this, this... <laughs> back to
1: the Cowboys quick bring him yeah Reeves. that's
0: bringing Drew Brees and then Sean Payton next week oh yeah I mean honestly I get why the Cowboys didn't make a move they I mean tank away guys clear the clear the clear the uh clear the decks for Sean Payton and uh, get a good draft pick next year I get it um but no the Broncos fuckery was hysterical Hackett choked froze whatever you want to call it his
1: vibes good call yes
0: uh the last time nathaniel hackett called plays was 2018
1: jaguars, jaguars. Yep, yeah.
0: and um he has since uh not really had those roles and responsibilities he took those on in addition to being the head coach and installing a new offense with a veteran quarterback and i think ultimately it was way too much responsibility and uh he didn't he was like standing around like waiting for the head coach to tell him if they were going forward or kicking before deciding on what the play was. And then was like, Oh shit, I'm that guy. Oh, I'm the guy that has to decide. And I have to decide the play. Um, Well, McManus said he could make from here. Time out. Go, go kick the field goal. Like that's kind of the way it felt. And everything
1: felt like, nah, this isn't happening.
0: It just, it did shade a little bit. The fact that Russell Wilson didn't, Really make you feel like he's the
1: guy he was a couple of years ago. No, just that TikTok today. No, I'm fully out on the Broncos. Oh God, it was raw. There's
0: more. There's more cringe. And again, out there, I, I don't um, want to. Uh, I don't want to relitigate. More cringe.
1: I don't want to relitigate all the because people are just bound and determined to argue about the actual odds. Of the field goal being made, it 10, does 15%. not matter. Does not matter. It was never more. It was never a bigger number than your chance to make that fourth down. And then again, even never. if you had to kick from there, it's a fifty-eight yarder. Your your odds are higher. Like you still had time. But that's not even the the, the worst part. Is the first part of that drive where they squandered all that oh, yeah. time. The, the place their downplay call was a shoot. what the yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's...
0: Yeah. And and oh by the way, you trotted out a kicker. We haven't even when talked you, about the Texans. When you you tried it out a kicker when you paid Russell Wilson four hundred two hundred forty million dollars and gave up your entire future war chest of draft picks to get him, so what what are we doing here? Like what's the, what, what are we doing? Um, I thought sugar, there were a lot bugs. of moments. I thought guy. there were a lot of moments in that game where Wilson looked washed. I
1: don't remember um, this guy, but uh, he has a good point. Try throwing it to your wide receivers in the first half.
0: Why not? Yes. And even and when shot. you do, and when you do th- throw it better than you threw to that one end zone throw that should have gotten picked by quadri digs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Wilson had a handful of, Oh, oh God, what was that moments throwing the football? Um, and I, you know, but he also did some classic Wilson stuff where he's, you know, scrambling around behind the line of scrimmage, extending the play, and his guy, you know, breaks loose and, and scores a touchdown. So, like that's still there, but it's it's a, it's chaotic. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look sustainable. Uh, and in general, um, if he's not going to use his legs, if he's only going to throw, then you know the ceiling is all of a sudden a lot lower on this offense for the Broncos.
1: I mean, it also came down to. Try not to turn the ball over in the red zone.
0: Yeah, that's a whole different
1: whole different game. You're winning by yeah. ten on that drive instead of down. Yeah. Um, Denver, of, yeah. or, excuse me, Texans. That was a gritty tie. I watched almost none of the first <laughs> half of that. I checked. I kind of, uh, you know, I filled myself in a little. I caught some of it. It's. I don't fully know what to make of this team. At all, I guess I'm kind of uh, there. I don't know if you have strong takes. They have a few pieces, but it's it's not supposed to be like this. Um, I all my all my notes are on Denver. I don't have any like strong takes on the Texans. This number is probably high. Uh, I mean, probably. Well, but the, the Texans the, the, the Rockers, are going.
0: Texans are going to altitude. A, yeah, the Texans.
1: Tough, I can't bet it. It's a, it's, a, it's a road game at altitude early and it may be a bit of an aberration. They probably should have given up 40 points that many yardage. So, uh, but at the same time, the Broncos are bound and determined to not throw to the wide receivers, yep. not run Russell Wilson, and they have a brain dead coach. So I'm on two. wait. Right no, there. I, we Go gotta, I on. gotta,
0: I gotta, I gotta close we the got comments, commentary here. Um, w- there was something about the Texans game that needs to be said. Lovey Smith
1: is old as shit.
0: Did you see the end of the game? There were the, 20. In overtime? Yeah. There were 20. Yeah, there were 26 seconds left. Yeah. He runs Rex Burkhead, excuse me, 40 seconds left. He runs Rex Burkhead into the line of scrimmage for minus two yards on third and one at the Indy 47. He then proceeds to punt on fourth and three with 26 seconds left. Inexcusable. To just say, okay, take taking the tie. Good job, yep. guys. What? what, haven't what lost you yet. know, take taking the tie. You
1: yep, know, like not, and again, no, I, I know, they, like, they don't know. Fuck. Like, fuck that. I'd say very few coaches. Very few co- coaches know like what their Vegas win total is but they have to know generally like, Hey, we're not expected to be a good team when that's your M when that is your expectation, you go for that every time. And in fact, every team should go for that every time.
0: Right. You do the table, which is like, we're not expected to win. If we do, I'm going to get these guys in the locker room, fired the fuck up. And instead he chose to punt on fourth and three uh and honestly like i don't even think you're really risking the loss that much like there's not quite enough time for the colts to move and by the way the colts kicker had uh, absolutely nothing going for him like i, I just i didn't I, I as i was watching the replay i was like that's how this ended that and i was in yeah. literally like the the body language of smith like like good good game guys like I don't know how you get out of bed and fight hard the next time out after that. Like, yeah, well that was an extraordinarily uninspired performance at the end of that game. Um, and that gotta... said, Broncos put uh, their most important defensive piece on IR today. Uh, Justin Simmons is on an IR. Although... So, and yet this total has ticked down to 45 and a half. That is too low. Uh, it's been bet up from 43. Uh, two forty six, and then back down for some silly reason. I think now staring at 45 flat, actually you can get minus one Oh five to the over. I think that's bet to the over uh, sure. if you're going to play this game. And I think you're counting on the fact that the Texans are going to get some garbage time points, if not just score in general with the Broncos having some issues, figuring out their
1: defense now, but
0: um, sure. yeah, and
1: then, uh, I mean, somebody pointed out Justin Simmons. That's a big loss. Gregory played well. But we'll see how he plays without Justin Simmons. I guess, yeah, so. of course. Um, and Brandy Gregory, if anything, he has been less than consistent. Uh, <sighs> Not, so yeah. we'll see Not how that so goes. Much. But uh, yeah, don't don't want any part of this game. I don't hate you though.
0: So. Okay.
1: I, the Broncos' offense should score a lot more than they did. This is another bad. Oh, yeah. defense. yeah. Two Absolutely. weeks in a row. If if they don't get to if they don't get to like twenty four two weeks in a row, that's just e- gonna be hilarious. Eject,
0: eject yep, everything. Yeah,
1: <laughs> in two weeks, uh, Arizona had the worst injury luck of uh, week one pre-game. A bunch of stuff popped up, nothing turned out right, and then it was already kind of a bad matchup. And like I said earlier, when I talked about the Chiefs, they enacted a, a type of offense that just worked because you have Kelsey, the shovel passes. I mean, they're, they're always been a creative offense. Like just everything kind of just worked and they probably could have scored more. Most of what the Cardinals did was in the fourth quarter in very low win probability territory where you don't want to give them a ton of credit for that. That said, I mean, it was a banged up team. Their best receiver suspended. They had multiple players missing. It's, it's going to be a rough start to the season. If this is what they're going to be up against and they have, a road game here against a team that while they didn't do a lot of things right is probably better than them right now. And uh, the market certainly thinks so minus four and a half high total. What do you think of this Raiders? I think that the biggest matchup for me is the Raiders defense versus this <laughs> Cardinals offense. Why isn't this a Pretty little good. lower? I I would, I would, haven't bet this yet, but I would put this around 49 and a half.
0: I think it should be 48 and a half. So I'm even lower than you. Uh, we agree. I played this under. This is an under spot. I'm going to join you then. Let's assume for a fact for a second that Vance Joseph does not pivot hard away from his concepts that he rolled out last week against uh, Pat Mahomes. Mm -hmm. If he goes blitz heavy here against that offensive line and against Derek Carr, who now may not have his center, Andre James. Yeah, this could be more effective performance from that cardinals defense even though they're like clearly bottom 10 maybe bottom five um i think there's a potential surprise coming from jj watt playing uh i think there is potential for in general this you know some of these pieces being back yeah i mean you know some of the kind of quieter pieces that we're missing are going to be back for this game um you know obviously not hopkins which helps you on the under as well um a lot of a lot of injured pieces uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, still on offense, uh, I think this is, um, I think this is the easiest under on the board, and I think it's not close. Also, you got—I uh, forgot—Josh McDaniels is running the molasses offense.
1: Yeah, it wasn't the slowest offense, but they sure took their time, and the play sequencing lended them. You know, lended themselves to a drain the clock kind of offense, and the running wasn't good. Um, yes, it's Just the the pat the the run blocking combined. Nothing
0: nothing Jacobs. about this spells shootout to me. Nothing. Yeah,
1: I, uh, I haven't again. I haven't bet this yet, but I think uh, you've given me the confidence to join in on this one. A lot of uh, we're either going down in flames or we're going to be rich on Monday because we agreed <laughs> on quite a bit. So.
0: Market's not with me on a lot of stuff this week, so oh, we'll, we'll see. Um, for now, uh, the um, side. Did you think this was a fair adjustment? Three and a half, getting bet up.
1: I bet the Cardinals. You would, at four and a half, yeah. but I'm certainly not going to.
0: Yeah, Cards that should be passed. three.
1: Three and a half was fair. Yeah, I think so too. That might so. be a contest play. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have the jet. What? What was your other horrible one? Like it was a one and a half that you had in the Panthers. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have <laughs> Panthers and Cardinals in the contest. Have fun with that.
0: I don't mind betting against the Raiders and the Giants, laying points.
1: Pissed at the Raiders. I liked that over last week a lot. Market didn't ah. go with me, and it didn't get there. It's not like it went against me. It just sat still. Yeah. Um. Bears getting a grip. I played a 10. I'm just gonna say it. I'm disgusted with myself. It's (laughs) uh, they're not gonna get bailed out by Mother Nature this week, but what about that? Are are you sure about that? It's it it might be, it's not gonna be that bad. Like the the odds of it being a monsoon and a mud puddle again aren't great, but yeah, there, there can be weather. It's not looking like it's gonna be nice, but uh, 10's a lot for a low total. Even with Lazard back, fuck me. The Green Bay Packers didn't do shit against a a sketchy secondary. Like you should the first play, they should have had a touchdown. That doesn't help the relationship between a rookie and a bitch ass quarterback who gets mad at everybody and just takes (laughs) mushrooms and dates witches. Like he's he's one of the greatest to ever do it, but he's kind of finicky, I think, with some of his relationships. He has been. He has been with coaches, with other players. Like, I, I don't think he's just never going to throw him the ball again or something silly, but that didn't help. And, I mean, just nothing Nothing really clicked consistently for that offense. And it's going to be a ton of, I think, uh, touches from both running backs and a, a low-scoring game like that. How many points do the Bears have to score to cover the 10? <laughs> I didn't even bring him his family. Thank you, Stephen. Like, good point. I'm gonna say six. Yeah. I almost bet this under too. There's I a correlation. The if you if you <laughs> like correlated parlays and you're no, I mean
0: I'm game. I'm making I'm making a joke. I think to cover the ten, they need to score ten. I don't think the Packers. Ten or thirteen are going would well definitely get it done,
1: 20. I think. No.
0: No. No, I think and I think the Bears are a fine play. I like the under personally. Um I think uh in general. The packers the warning signs that i saw about the packers offense were all real the if all of a sudden Bakhtieri and Elton jenkins are healthy and playing great well i'm gonna take a loss but i not have not still have yet to see what they're actually doing in practice if anything And I am buyer beware that they're just going to be able to step in and go toe to toe with the Bears defense that I think you have to upgrade, even though it's tough to make any kind of a grade out of that game. Like the Bears can cover at least and they can definitely cover as well. The Vikings and a lot of the issues with the the Packers last weekend was coverage sacks and guys not getting open and guys dropping balls. I don't think that gets solved in a week. Uh, And you're going up against a decent secondary here with the Bears. I mean, they're not good, but they're decent A lot of young talent. Um, and so I think uh, ultimately this is probably an unwatchable garbage primetime game. Uh, but I don't mind that if I have an under 42. So
1: Nice little, uh, you know, I, I won't say much positive about the Bears during the year, but a nice flash from a fifth round pick out of the Mac, I believe. Dominique Robinson played well on that front. I think he had a sack and a half and mm-hmm. half dozen tackles. They have some nice pieces up front. And I think that'll be part of the success they'll have on defense. If they go up against a high-powered offense, it's still going to be a problem. It's not a great team. If they go up against a really good secondary or even a, just a good rush defense. I liked what we saw from Khalil Herbert. It's a, it's not going to it's not gonna turn out well for them. It's still not a good team. No. But 10 points in a divisional game against an offense that showed us bupkits even with Lazard back is a ton and boy, howdy, I feel gross, but I will have this one. We don't talk about the Monday games, but I did want to mention that. And we we did this, there are two. And if you watch the Sunday show, you know, we did take the Eagles Vikings over could not be more giddy for a game. And it's not even as a Vikings fan. Like I legitimately, I'd love to win my bet, but I think that could be one of the most fun games I think both secondaries are going to have a hell of a time. And honestly the Eagles have the better defense, so I think the Eagles win that one, but I want to see just a back and forth um a back and forth offensive game. And then I didn't bet Tennessee Buffalo just for the record.
0: I like it, man. Uh under. On <laughs> what? Tennessee
1: Tennessee Buffalo.
0: I think primetime
1: unders are a thing, man.
0: So and that
1: that is the one thing. It's low, but Tennessee team total under feels like
0: like I just like those, the way like, how I just are like they ever the way, getting to 17? I just like, like the way that the, through it. I like the way that Vrabel teams have matched up against Buffalo the last That's handful fair. years. They've done Um, we
1: don't job. have a team total, Drew.
0: Well, we gotta figure out what we want where we want to go here. Um we could we could attack a million different angles. Uh, I will throw out some options. You ready? Well, actually, cool. over. Does anyone have team totals up? DraftKings probably, right?
1: Yeah. I can pull that up. I kind of like Indy Over. I think they get uh... Indy
0: Over is solid.
1: It's a road game, but boy, they had a lot. Especially because
0: Pittman, cause especially because we're getting a discount because Pittman yeah, probably. You're getting placed, a right?
1: low total because they say Pittman might be uh, a little dinged up. I think he's fine. All right,
0: let's do that. Uh, is that our What's it going to be, be? What's it going to be? What's Help what's us gonna out, gonna chat be Here, forty-five divided by two plus four and a half. I'm just going to pull up the draft. It's going to be bugs. like it's going to be like twenty. It's going to be a juicy twenty-four and a half, like a well, minus one twenty over twenty-four and a half. You want to sell it up to twenty-six? Up to 25 and do
1: that, you can do anything you want in the legal books now.
0: Yeah, let's go over 25 and a half on the Colts. So 26 points are better. 24 and a half says Ryan. We'll take 24 and a half over 24 and a half for the Indianapolis. All right, the Colts
1: 24 and a half minus 05 at DraftKings right now. That is a like, look, I like, look, I like, look, I like. And with that, week two in the books. This was a good one. We had a lot of volume.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Which I have nine
1: plays. You, in... It's it's the same thing. We, you know what? We're Geno Smith. We didn't have the greatest year last year. Honestly, futures were nice. But game to game, we struggled a little here and there. Oh, they yeah. wrote us off. We They wrote us off, but we didn't write back. Didn't and write we back. are just like Geno Smith. We're just going to take what you give us. And I'm not going to force <laughs> anything, but if you put a lineup I like, I'm going to bet it. So I bet – Lot. And I I added one. I mean, you talked me into finally pulling the trigger on the Arizona under, under 51 and a half for me there, too. Jesus Christ, Andy. Love it. It's going to be a lot of action. This is fun. Love it. All right. Yes. And hit the thumbs up. You guys, AJ Donaldson points it out. Please. That does help us a lot. If you enjoyed anything we said, if you learned anything, if you had fun chatting with the other guys in the chat or just reading the comments, please hit the thumbs up. That helps us a lot on YouTube. Subscribe. If you're not, if you're listening to this in podcast form, go to YouTube. It's on your phone already. You know, it is pull this up. And just give it a thumbs up. Anyway, leave a five-star review um shout out to all the guys in the discord a lot of smart opinions there had me thinking i don't write a lot in there but i read damn near everything in the nfl chat uh good job this week guys and good luck what was the hottest that
0: were the hottest looks
1: just i mean just the back and forth on tampa new orleans today the hand wringing are there
0: some people are there some new orleans dance
1: well just i mean there were people that were on it there are people on it from earlier there are people on it from the summer and then oh, just, yeah. con- I mean, it was just constant. Like, oh, here's more injury news. Oh, here's more news. Oh <laughs> shit, this guy's hurt. Oh, Julio's out. Oh my god, like there was a lot of talk about that game today. Oh,
0: that was going to be a fun one.
1: Yeah, deep dive Dgens, we salute you.
0: Gonna find out what.
1: that was about to, about to bet about that one tomorrow? See you guys. <laughs>
0: Gotta right do some more here. discording. Deep dive Discord, you guys rock. I just, I just Chat, like to, you guys rock. Thank when
1: you. I guys, a, when you I have when I have a moment to sit down and read, if you get my meeting, I will yes. catch up with Discord. <laughs>
0: it's
1: when I'm pooping. The deep dive.